I was born ready, bitch. Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where everything is made up and our opinions don't matter. I'm Daryl, a.k.a. your beefy boy toy, joined by my best buddy in life and doc, Isaac, the ginger root lock. What's up, buddy? Oh, it's just it's getting violently, aggressively sexual. The doc? What? The doc? What the, no one needs to know. I think everybody knows what docking is. I don't know if everyone knows. I wasn't sure if you'd catch on to that oh, in I- life and doc instead of life and death. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fucking clever. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. How I, are you? I'm doing great. I heard you had a bit of a whirlwind couple days here. I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun. But but first, let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. Yes. I had a baby last week. You well, a, sorry. I you had a baby last week. I didn't have a baby. Yeah. Um, Michelle did nothing. She Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> no, she she did lots. Michelle did everything. She, she had a shitty time. We don't need to get into that, but... <laughs> She did lots, but it's so funny. The whole time at the hospital, I kept I kept fucking saying what we were talking about. Uh, I don't know if it was you and me or on the show or if it was just me and you in general, but we were talking about uh, how, you know, it's so tough, you know, being the husband mm. when your wife is in labor. Yeah. It's just it's, so, it's really hard on us. Yeah. We have to sleep on an uncomfortable recliner. If we can get sleep. If we can, yeah. You know? Otherwise, you're feeling uncomfortable, and it's just... You know, sometimes you're so tired. <laughs> Did <laughs> I ever tell you about the story? To put up with your wife's emotions? <laughs> oh, fuck. Did I ever tell you about when when I, we were in the hospital after Sally was born and uh, I went home to grab some supplies and I came and I was having allergies, like seasonal allergies. So I took I a- I think so. So, and I n- never, I've never really had like too much seasonal allergy issues, but this, that year was like, you know, suspiciously bad. But anyways, I went home and I suspiciously bad. Yeah, because I don't know why suddenly my allergies would just be really, really bad. And but is it? But is it suspicious? Suspiciously bad. Like I'm suspicious as to why it's that bad. But anyways, moving on. Yeah, yeah. So I found Benadryl at home, like the capsules, the pills, Benadryl pills that will make you tired usually. I didn't know they were drowsy. Oh. (laughs) So I pop a Benadryl. I throw my shit in the car, jump in the car, start driving back to the hospital. I'm thinking I was awake for 24, 27 hours, whatever it was, over the birth period time time of the birth and uh excuse me nailed well it done. um i was thinking i'm just probably that that's probably why I'm, I'm feeling super sleepy right now is because i've been awake for x amount of hours so i get to the hospital i don't crash which is good and then i proceeded to pass out in the chair in our recovery room um for like five hours like just dead to the world like my wife's mom and dad and brother came in to visit while i was asleep and i didn't and they were in this little room and i didn't even wake were up they, once were they upset no they were just like Isaac's tired. He He's sleeping. Done. He went through a lot. So then I come out of it. <laughs> he must have been through I, a ton. It was really rough on me. Um, so then I come out of it. I come out of my little Benadryl induced coma and I'm like super groggy and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and my and I was like trying to figure out what happened. And then I, it, you know, I said to the wife, I was like, yeah, I took a Benadryl. And she goes, those are drowsy, dummy. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. I, uh, yeah. So we were, at, we, well, we lucked out. A, there's no private rooms. You can't ask for private rooms during COVID because, they keep them in case someone has COVID. Roger. Or we assume someone had a shitty birthing process or whatever. So our, the we had a planned C-section. Didn't go that well. There was a little bit of issue. Whatever. The baby's healthy. Mom's healthy. Everything's good now. In the time, it was kind of like a couple hour period of, of fuckery and, and high emotions. But it all went through. So that's, good. that's all that matters. But we got a private room. And I was so stoked. Because last time when Marshall was born, we were in a room with four beds. And I had this chair, but like a curtain blocking. And the bathroom that all four ladies got to share was beside me. Brutal. So it was kind of like, yeah, it was just no privacy, no nothing. But having a private room was so nice. Yeah, it's deadly. I had the recliner there, and I just I slept there. That's what I had my Benadryl come in was the recliner. Yeah. They're not bad. No? It was better than the Kelowna bed that I had in Kelowna. I've heard- The Kelowna bed in Kelowna? Sorry, the hospital bed in Kelowna. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, I've heard that South Health- South Health- Health- Self-health. It's like a tongue twister. Camp, self-health campus. Yeah. I've heard that they have like like actual like beds for the spouses. And yeah. They have like menus that you can pick your meals and shit. Yeah. It's but, hard to get in there though. You have to be like high risk, I think. they Primarily, they want to take high risk people. And I think it's also you have to live down there or be in You there. have to live 
in vicinity or be of like some spectacular risk. And because they have all the new shit, that's why they want to send you there. Otherwise, it's just for people who are higher risk or live really ridiculously close. Because, uh, yeah, I won't even get into that. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's hospital. Either way, it's taken care of. We got to spend two nights in the hospital. Beauty. Have a new baby boy. Yeah. Emberton. He's killer. Yeah. Met him. Yeah. We call him, we call him, uh, I'm going to just make up new names. We call him Darth. That's his new name. Darth? No, that's a lie. <laughs> we never called him Darth. We call him whatever we would call him. Ember. Vader. Burton. Burton. I haven't called him Burton. I've called him Bert a couple times. You better call him Birdie. Birdie. I've called him Birdie. Birdie Birdo. Boy. Birdie boy. Birdo. That's such a good name. Called him E. Nice. The other day. I was just like, there's so many options. There really is. And I got to run through all of them to find mm. the one that sticks. I feel like it'll stick. I feel like you'll probably have two or three with how many he has. You probably have like, you'll probably have like, like you'll have like an excited nickname. You'll have like a, you know, you rapscallion nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have like a, like normal nickname. I don't we'll know. have the pissed off nickname. That's usually the full name though. Emberton like, Michael. Yeah. Right. Hogan. Yeah. My, my kid's full name comes out when I'm, when he's doing something wrong. So. Yeah. No, and, and Marshall, it's kind of funny. He's like, no, his name's Ember. Don't call it like he got upset at his grandparents for calling him his full name. Really? Marshall's like, no, it's Ember. It's like, well, Marshy Poo, <laughs> we can call him whatever we want. <laughs> well, Marshmallow, Marsh, Mar- Marsh, Marshy. There's so many, there's so many names, and it's kind of fun being like, I guess my dad's brother. He was called, I think it. Now I apologize, Uncle Jim, for in your memory. I, uh, I'm forgetting, but I think his name was Jameson. As a full, but he went by either way. His name was Jamie, or James and Jim, and he kind of changed between them. I think they called him Jamie his whole life. Yeah. And then when he was like seventeen or eighteen, he's like, "No, I want to be called Jim." Same thing. My cousin, we called him Ted his whole life. His name is Theodore. And then when he was, I think, like sixteen, seventeen, he said, "No, no, please call me Theo." And obviously, that'll happen if we call. Maybe we call this kid fucking Bert his whole life, and he's like, "No, no, it's Ember or it's yeah. whatever." Right? Yeah. Who knows? And they they can have that choice as long as he's not like. No, no, my name is Max now. <laughs> what? <laughs> my, my name is now Jug of Milk. Well, I guess that could happen. It's, it's my name. My last name now is Ocho Cinco. My 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 name is now Mars. That's that's not a bad. It's one. a planet. Mars I identify good. as a planet. Am I being uh, insensitive? Probably. That's okay. Probably. It's the Ginger and Beef Show. Trigger warning. <laughs> my opinion ginger- doesn't matter. Weird. So, I I uh I do want to talk about something. So my wife also gave birth to something else. Now, I, obviously, like the percentage. More stuff. love. We're not talking about that. I'm gonna give it's. Uh, I'm gonna say this is gonna take a minute to get through. Um, I am gonna give a uh, uh, an advisory that for the squeamish, uh, just you know press that little 15 second skip like three times, and you'll probably miss the story. There you go. Um, it's gonna be. And I have bath. full permission from my wife. She was like, are you sure you want people to know? I'm like, yeah, hilarious. So I'm going to tell the story. All right. And uh, it starts now. So again, dad, probably press the fast forward 15, couple times. Now's your cue. Skip, now, skip, skip. You're good. All right. Here we go. So Michelle, obviously there's a thing that happens sometimes when pregnant ladies are ha- pregnant. They even like, or after, sorry, after they've given birth, when they're in the, what's that called? Postmortem? No, no, no. Postpartum. Postpartum. Wow. Post- I'm on a roll. A little slip of the tongue uh, there. Post- <laughs> postpartum. When they're in that, then they're in that state. They even like give you like you're supposed to drink your laxative every day just to keep things going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Michelle at home, all of a sudden, and not no joke, she one day like two days ago, maybe it was yesterday. Either way, she had a shit. And it was a large shit. It was about the size of a small cucumber. Like, not the little mini ones, but like a cucumber. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Came out of my wife. Yeah, I know. And she's like, she said, she's like, it's fucking. It, so, and she knows this because she went, she tried to flush. Didn't work. Got stuck vertically. It was like a solid log. It was like a fucking flagpole. So she had to go put on. She, I'm pretty sure she double bagged her hands. Glove like she has gloves for coloring hair or whatnot. And she popped on her gloves and had to go in there and physically break she it had, apart. She had by a, her head she had a by fist head. fight with a shit. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, it's a good story. She said it was like clay. Like you know when you dig in the sand and you get to clay. That's what it was. It was like. Yeah, I still love her though. There's the romance isn't dead. I got a follow up story if you want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, I do. Get, tell tell us. So I I got I had surgery, I don't know, a few month, couple months ago, a few months ago, um, 
after I, I remember I was put under. So and I guess I I'm unfamiliar because it's been a minute since I was put under. I think I was put under when I was two and a half or three was the last time. Um, either way, apparently it can make you constipated. Fair enough. So I was this was you know I was given this information from the doctor from the surgeon, um, and I you know was was told to take a, a high fiber diet from 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 then on out after my surgery. And it was, I think I'm usually like a, I'm like a regular, like a pretty regular, like one and a half a day for sure. Kind of guy. Uh, I went two full days, no dookie. And oh, yeah. when I find, dude, I was drinking uh, Metamucil. I went on the old Metamucil diet, diet after my surgery. And it helped. And when that Metamucil kicked in, buddy, like you said, I plugged my toilet. No, no toilet paper, just poop. <laughs> I, I plugged my toilet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm just curious. Did you look at it? Was oh, it a, I had to. I had was to it unplug the toilet. Was it? No, it was just multiple? it was just a bunch of shit, like a pile. It was just a whole bunch of shit. Oh man, yeah. Hey, just you know what? Plugged it right up. So I had to. I had to fight. I had to fight with my toilet on that one. But you know what? Like I was kind of proud, and I was also extremely relieved because going from two days of no dookie to you know big dookie of all time. Yeah, that was a good time. Well, and that's what I think Michelle had. That she was like, it was a probably couple days, and it was like. Boom. Well, just imagine having a cucumber in your ass. You know? I, I can't. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Never had that. Nope. On that uh, note, and, I'm going to grab and, a beer. And we're back uh, from the break. Well, for all of you who skipped forward, um, you're welcome for the pre-warning. Yeah, that was only like two minutes. Was it? Good. I said one minute, so maybe they got half the story. Three. That was like three minutes. Who, who knows? Whatever. So, uh, yeah. It was, either way, it's been awesome. It, it, there is some stuff that I know with you have a second one on the way you're like Sully's, you know, he'll be like almost three or a couple months shy of three when this one comes. So it might not matter to him as much, but all we've noticed in the last week, Marshall's like, you've been giving me all the attention for six years. What the fuck's up? Is he getting, is uh, he getting a little butthurt? A little bit. Yeah. No, he's still, he loves his little brother, but yeah, he's a little bit fucking sour. He's like, uh, this Lego isn't going to build itself, dad. Well, it's not even just that. It's also been so hot this week that we've been like locked in in our bedroom essentially because it's the only room with air conditioning in our house, and yeah, because we can't like because we can't. I don't even know like hang out in the whole house. Like Marshall's got to sleep in our bed with us because it's a small room, and yeah. Oh no, because we and because we can't do much. Like Lucy's Michelle can't drive or anything, so Lucy Michelle's mother. Does Lucy's is, trailer have uh, air conditioning? Yeah, well, it it has the capabilities of air conditioning, so that's kind of where I was gonna get into. Okay, sorry, no, I jumped ahead. No, it's perfect. Uh, so she's in her trailer because Michelle can't drive; she can't lift. Right? She had major stomach surgery, a- abdominal surgery. They, they pulled out her stuff, pulled out a baby, and then put her stuff back in and sewed her up. Yeah. Um, which is I didn't realize that. That's yeah, they nuts. pull it right out. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. The uterus comes right out. They yeah. sew her back up and fucking toss her back in. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, so Lucy's at she's they parked their trailer on the on the on the like where mine's normally parked over winter. Yeah. And they're set up and they're all good. So I, I am not an electrician. My brother will probably tell me if I what I'm fucking up in this sentence. But essentially the AC unit or or a trailer plug in, it's a two twenty volt. Uh, it's like the big, the big part, like a dryer yep. plug-in or whatever, or a stove, or a stove. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's adapters you can use to plug it into a standard 125. That's what a house is, right? 125. Sure. Your regular standard plug-in, I believe. Anyway, whatever it is, just your standard plug. And there's adapters you can use, and you can use most things. The AC is kind of pushing it, so it worked for the first day, and the second day it wouldn't work. It kept flipping the breaker, kept flipping the breaker. It's just like, okay, it doesn't work. What other options do we have? So the uh my father in law brought up the generator and it was uh uh it worked, right? We we had it we had it plugged in. We kinda looked at where it was put. It was kinda trying to keep it out of because it's gonna just run while we're inside the house. So it's not no- too noisy. So it's not too noisy for the neighbors, so it's kind of tucked away. So we kinda tucked it underneath the the deck out front of our house. Oh yeah. And uh, had it running for about six hours or so just to cool down the trailer in the evening. And then they were going to shut it off before bed. Michelle went, took the baby to her friend's house because it's like, it was like eight o'clock. And she's like, her friend was coming to pick her up so they could meet the baby and, you know, have a girl's night, whatever. Um, and then Marshall was having sleepover in the trailer with grandma. So I was just in the house watching a movie with the cats. I had Into the Wild on. 
Great fucking movie. Great movie. Like Emil Hirsch. It's been a while since I've watched it, and it, I just it was on my front page on Prime, and I'm like, yes, please. And it is society. Just, he hates society. Sorry. It was it. Were you doing Emil Hirsch or Vince yeah. Vaughn? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. Both. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't say I could do a, a good Vince Vaughn. Both. Both. The question with both is: Is there an L in it? Both. B o l t h. Both. That's for Bill right there. He's like, anytime he says both, it's like both. <laughs> Straight both. up. Instead of both. Anyway, so the generator was running under the, the deck. And the windows, obviously, all our windows are closed because it's so hot. And we have the, our little AC trying to cool down the house. However, we live in an old house. And obviously, the window seals on the basement windows are not that great, which happened to be, you know, 10 feet from where the generator was. And Uh-oh. over time... All of a sudden, I'm watching a movie in the room, and I have my portable air conditioner, the only one we have in our bedroom, blowing up my face because I'm fucking done with the day. I'm just laying in bed. It's 9.15, 9.30, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm ready to pass out. I got to wake up at 5 in the morning tomorrow. And I hear the beep, the fucking carbon monoxide detector going off. I open the door of the bedroom and look, and there's a fucking cloud in my house. Holy shit. So I ran outside, turned off the... The generator. Yeah. Because I knew as, as soon as I heard the beep when I was in bed, because it clicked in my brain beforehand. I was like, that might not be the best spot, but we should be okay. Well, when it's kind of like something like that happens, instantly you're going to think of what what is different about this scenario. Exactly. What is the only thing different that what's other the than only what's thing normal, different? Right? Well, but where it was too, it's like if there is a seal that's not that strong in one of the windows, yeah, that exhaust could come in. Yeah. And... Uh, Sure enough, it found its way into the house. And so I turned it off, went and told Lucy in the trailer, Michelle's still gone. And uh, I told I told her, Marshall's already sleeping. So, I, so I'm so i like, I'm turning, I turned it off, turn your AC off, whatever, it's, it's off. I run back in because I'm like, I need to get the fucking cats out because they'll die. <laughs> cats can't breathe carbon they'll, monoxide either. They'll go to sleep forever. So I went and I, I grabbed them, brought them out to the trailer and... Uh, then I was like, I opened all the windows. And while I was in, I was like, you know, when you're like, it smells and you pull your shirt up over your nose. Yep. <laughs> Not going to do anything for carbon monoxide. Nope. But in my brain, it worked. <laughs> so, so I was like, I was like, what else do I need to grab? I need to grab something. So I just opened, the cats were gone. So I opened the doors like, like wide open, opened all the windows wide open. And then I was standing outside and I'm like, what do I do now? Like, I don't fucking know how long does it take for it to go away? What happens? And then everything online says, you know, call 911. And I'm like, well, first let me go try the carbon monoxide detector because it's a plug-in one. Yeah. And I turned it off so it was, like, not beeping at all. Unplugged it, brought it with me. Went back in the house, plugged it in where it was, started beeping in. Unplugged it, brought it down the hallway, plugged it in again, still going. Went down to the basement, still going. Said, I should probably go back outside. Yeah. Here's a question, and I actually don't know because I've never had I've never had a carbon monoxide detector go off in my house or any of my houses. But are they good? Like once they've detected carbon monoxide, are they? Do you have to get a new one? Like no. are they are are they like a one shot deal? Or no, no, they, it's like a smoke alarm. Okay? okay. Yeah. Once it sent when it senses it, it beeps. Yeah. When it when it's not there, it's not beeping. I wasn't I wasn't sure if there was like a filter that gets saturated and that's how it senses it. No, so re- I, I learned a like lot a about one. I learned a lot about carbon monoxide last night. So I feel well, you know, I'll, I'll go to the next part of the story. So I'm like, what do we do now? Everything says call nine one one. I'm like, I'm not fucking calling nine one one because it's not a leak. I know where the the carbon Source. monoxide came from. Yeah, in my brain, I just I knew it's not from my furnace. It's never happened before. There's something new. It's right beside the house. It's exactly what happened yeah shitty move worst case scenario it is what it is so then i'm like is there a non-emergency number for the fire hall and i couldn't find one so then i hop in my van i live like you drive over to the fire station i live four blocks from it so i'm just like it's literally at the end of my road by the community center so i drove down i saw there was three vehicles in the lot so i walked up to the front door and just pressed the buzzer yep and they came to the door like can we help you i'm like yeah you know probably made a stupid decision uh had a generator by the house and carbon monoxide detector kind of said that it's bad news to be inside <laughs> what do i do <laughs> they're just like well you should air it out do you have the windows open and i kind of told them i get ran ran through the whole scenario that you know the yeah my wife and my newborn are gone my kids in the trailer with his grandma 
it's just me and the cats. I move the cats out. So I'm, I've been outside. They're like, they ask me all my questions. Are you dizzy? Are you feeling, do you have a headache at all? Essentially anything that all, all the symptoms points in to, to carbon dioxide poisoning. Poisoning, poisoning. poisoning yeah. yeah. So I said, no, I, they said, okay, well we're going to come. We have to, it's their job. And Plus like, it's Crossfield. They probably don't have anything else to do. Well, probably. And they, <laughs> well, they were kind of like getting ready for an evening nap kind of thing. So yeah. Crossfield, surprisingly small town, but we have full-time employees. Nice. Like they don't actually work in Crossfield full-time, but they're brought in from the Biciker Fire Department or Airdrie or Calgary. And they you, just, they kind of do shifts like a couple days on in the Crossfield. You, you kind of have to have people 24 seven when it yeah, comes to most of it's, work like that. Well, like even like two years ago, I think it was all volunteer. And now, and now they have like two or three people that are always on. Nice. It's reassuring. It is very reassuring, especially when you run a generator outside your house. (laughs) Yeah. So they are they full full decked out. They rode the or they brought the fire truck down the street and like parked out front and so yeah had the lights flashing and my side. We'll go to my side of the story real quick. This whole thing, I get a text from you or Snapchat from you. All you send me is just a video, a short video of a fucking fire truck right in front of your house. And what did you what did you say? It I was said, like fire truck, and then I pointed at the carbon monoxide right. filter and said carbon monoxide. So I'm sitting there it. on like a cliffhanger, and I'm like, uh, what? Like what the fuck? And you it, <laughs> to, to instantly be honest you with texted you? me, and you were like, you were like, the family's good, everybody's safe. Like Michelle. I didn't text you right away. I texted you a couple hours later. Yeah, because we you, I, I didn't text anyone after I did that snap because then Michelle showed up and stuff. But. Yeah, but yeah, you said the family was all good. So then I yeah. kind of waited, and I was like, okay, well, he'll message me when. And then you didn't tell me shit. This is like I'm I'm actually learning about this story right now. For That's because last night I told Michelle I'm like this will be a great story for the podcast yeah, tomorrow. Fucking <laughs> a. So yeah, this is I'm learning about this real time. Well, and yeah, there's there's a couple takeaways for sure uh, that we're gonna talk about. At the end of this, don't run a Jenny outside your window. Well, yeah, probably. But let me let me keep going. So the fire truck came down, and there's essentially there's these two young guys, probably like 18, 19 years old, and they're decked out in the full gear, and so they take their their uh, CO monitors. Mm-hmm. CO for those of you who don't know is the, the chemical formula for carbon monoxide. So carbon one C, and monoxide means one oxide CO, mm-hmm. whereas CO two is carbon dioxide because it's two. There, see, we're geniuses. We're just telling the people. It's just basic. Basically, we're chemistry. Like, we're like geniuses, and we're imparting our wisdom on the folks. You're welcome. The genius over here who had a generator outside the window. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. But, Isn't there like a Darwin Award or something? What do they call those again? Well, Darwin Awards. Yeah, yeah, they have mm-hmm. those for sure. Mm-hmm. This is not Darwin Award caliber. No, you, you're because, alive. Well, a as soon as I heard the beep, I didn't go. Oh, it's fine. I'll just go to sleep that right would now. Be, that would I better be just good. go to sleep so I stop hearing this noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a Darwin Award contender. So they they went into the house and it, it actually wasn't that bad. Like I caught it, like, and I didn't know this. So carbon monoxide detectors detect it fairly quickly. Mm. Like, I think so. I looked it up last night and I actually like I read a shit ton about carbon monoxide because I had a lot of time to waste and whatever. So usually there's probably in any given house there's probably like zero to four to five parts per million of carbon monoxide that just comes from wherever Mm. it's just kind of naturally there in our atmosphere so the the detectors usually detected around 15 parts per million it's really starts to get detrimental for your health at about 40 Mm. and like at 40 by, by detrimental i mean at 40 parts per million if it stays at that level you have about six hours before you start to have effects that gets you crazy so they're really sensitive to it yeah at like a hundred you'll start to get sick in like five minutes at a hundred parts per million you'll start to get sick in like five minutes and that's why it takes putting your tailpipe basically in your car window for people to commit suicide with carbon monoxide or carbon uh, monoxide Monoxide. yeah nailed it it takes a while nailed it um but yeah so the the fired guys went up to the window and they weren't they weren't they weren't like fully decked out they were wearing their whole outfit and then they went up to the door walked in and then they're sensors immediately went off so they had to come they had to get oxygen on full face masks all that stuff and so they actually walked through the whole house every single room and tested every single room every single nook and cranny um and just saw where the worst areas were obviously the basement so i, I thought it sunk that's kind of the old wives tale. heavier than air it's not it it actually just floats with oxygen mm. but it was in the basement because that's where i'm assuming the windows it was coming in from right the shitty thing about my basement is it has two windows that open and that's it. And then there's like five rooms and no other windows that open because it's an old house. Um, upstairs, there's only in the main level, there's three windows on one side and then one in my bedroom that open. Besides that, 
nothing opens. So, so essentially just takes a while to clear out the, ha- the yeah. house, right? So so then once they found out that, yes, there's... So upstairs, we had about 15 parts per million. Downstairs, we had about 40. So it was enough. was enough that was going to kill us. It was going to take a while before we got sick. It just, you know, it was there. So then they bring in these big fans and they pop the fans like and they got another truck to bring more fans like just a pickup truck yeah they brought two other big fans from the other fire truck and they went inside and they put them in the house and strategically aimed them at all the doors that were open and and whatever and just blew all of it out so and and the way he described it was it was a perfect way to describe it especially when i explained it to like michelle and, and my mother-in-law afterwards is it's like when you even though you excel carbon dioxide but it's like when you breathe into a bag repeatedly eventually there's still the same amount of air in there it's just the oxygen is replaced by the carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So same thing in a house, like with carbon monoxide. It's it's the same amount of air in the house, essentially just gets replaced. The molecules just get replaced. So it pushes the oxygen out and the carbon monoxide takes over. So, which is also a good thing because the first thing Michelle said, well, is this all embedded into all our furniture and right. our clothes and all that stuff? Like, does but it no. stick to stuff? No, because the oxygen is the same as the oxygen. It doesn't actually embed itself. So... They had the fans running for a while, and then once they had it down to, like, zero, then they have to close all the windows. It took about an hour. And then they had to close all the windows, all the doors, like, shut it completely, mm-hmm. and then let it sit for about half an hour. And then retest. And then go in and retest to make sure it was empty. So yeah. it took till about 11 o'clock, 11.30, so about two hours total from when I first heard it to when they said, you're good to go back in. But by that point, we have a, a week-old newborn. So you're stressed. Stressed. Obviously. Michelle's like, fuck no, we're not going in the house. I'm like, I said, fuck no, I don't feel comfortable going in the house. Yeah. So we went and got a hotel in Airdrie, and that's when I texted you, <laughs> saying that it was all good. But that's when I was like, on the drive to Airdrie, I'm like, we're laughing about this now, right? <laughs> Michelle's like, yeah, 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 it's, it's good. So I'm like, okay, cool, it's a podcast topic for tomorrow. Oh, fuck. But uh, I guess the biggest two things I learned, and well- this morning, because I had to work this morning, so I had to come back to the house, and uh, we did leave the cats in the house last night, with all the windows open, just to air it out, and it was a nice breeze last night, so it was actually cooling the house off, too. But leaving the cats in there on my drive back to the house this morning, I'm like, they fucking better be alive. They better be alive. Sure enough, they were. Well, as soon as I walked in, they were right there, but I was worried. Part of me was like, what, what if? if? More, what if? What right? if? The bad news. So the, the nice thing about the the one of the fire guys last night i think he was like the i don't know the lead hand or the chief or whatever he was in charge he said i'll come back in the morning when i finish my shift at nine so he came back to test everything for us this morning and everything was clear there was less than there was when they left last night so that's awesome it was like it's it's good but fucking scared me so then i then at work today uh, i talked to aaron in kitimat shout out to you buddy i know you're listening (laughs) uh i talked to him last night i'm like I'm like, literally that I didn't. So we have three carbon monoxide detectors in my house, two in the basement, one upstairs, one of which, sorry, one in the basement, two upstairs. One of the ones upstairs is attached to the smoke alarm. Like it's a duo. Yeah. Yeah. And then one is just a carbon monoxide detector that plugs in. It's not a battery powered one. It's a plug in one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the only one that went off was the new one, the plug in one I bought a month ago. So the other two didn't go off, even though I tested them and it still said it was working. They didn't go off. Only the one did. Hmm. And the one in the basement where it was way stronger didn't go off. That's kind of shitty. It's like, fuck. I only bought one new one. The other ones were there before, but I test them. Yeah, like yeah. you press the button. It's like beep, 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 beep. Like it looks like it's working, but didn't work. So I literally, like Michelle made me buy those a couple months ago just for the sake. She's like, we just need new ones. I'm like, yeah, sounds good. We have a baby on the way. It's smart. Let's do it. Yeah. And literally spending that 40 bucks Canadian tire saved my life last night because had i not this is the shitty part of it had that not been there michelle was at her friend's house i would have just stayed in bed laying there watching the movie if she didn't come home for an hour chances are i might if it kept getting worse and worse and kept filling up i could have either been sick really sick or died yeah so it's and that's a shitty what if but it it could have happened but it didn't it no of course not and That's the important thing. That's the important part. So I was talking to Aaron, and I said, do you have carbon monoxide detectors in your house? And he's like, no. Or or he wasn't sure if he did. 
And I said, well, fucking go to Walmart and Dude, buy his, three of them. His dad is like the deputy chief. I know. So he probably does. Out. I'm just saying. Like, But he said. <laughs> if he what, doesn't, he, his dad should beat his ass. He responded to me if I said no. Or he said no. So I'm assuming he doesn't. Or he doesn't know. Yeah. He, they're probably there. He just probably doesn't know. But I've been on a fucking rampage today of telling like all my coworkers, like, you fucking make sure. Bro, you didn't call me? Well, that's because I was coming here to talk to you. Fuck. <laughs> what if I had a carbon monoxide leak last night? Shit. Well, and that's the thing is, so I asked him about the, the leaks and in Crossfield because there's a, a bunch of old town or oh, not old towns, old houses like mm-hmm. mine. Um, like basically the whole section of town that I live in is all houses that were built in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. It's a nice 40 year gap, but whatever that that era. And he said they have maybe one leak a year in town if if any generally if you have a carbon monoxide leak in your home what is it going to be what's the source of that leak uh furnace anything with natural gas so if you have a natural gas stove mm-hmm. uh if you have or 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 generally a furnace or a, a hot water tank yeah i just had to i actually just replaced my carbon monoxide detector in my utility room because mine was expired it expired and then it gave me an expiry date were you here when it was beeping, we had that, there was a yep, beep. Yeah, yep. I was like, what the fuck is that noise? And then I was looking around and I finally, I stood in my utility room until I, until the beep, it because it just would beep once yep. loudly and then it would, there was nothing, and that's right? And that's it saying, hey, the battery's dead. Yeah. So I was looking at it and then I had to read the fucking detector and it was like one beep one is a means, signal is, yeah. it's like, it's expired. And sure enough, I look and it was like to the month, like to the month of it of his expiry that yeah, was when it started the, beeping. the best one like from whatever and i read online when i was buying them before the best ones like, i think it's i don't know how you say it, kitty k-i-d-d-e yeah. yeah and they're generally fairly cheap and this is for smoke detectors or co detectors they're like 40 50 bucks for like the yeah they're not the cheapest ones yeah but you get the battery ones and they'll last for like 20 years yeah yeah I, I i threw one of those that's what i got in the, in yeah. the utility room and it's, that's yeah. it's just so after after last night it's just like it could happen. Like that was a bonehead move, yes, but it could happen. That's a, that's a kitty right there. It is. Yeah, there it you is. It. You got a still smoke works. detector on the ceiling. Yeah, but it's just <laughs> it's so important. I don't know. It is. It's true. And I just I, I you never you never think about things like that. And and again, there was no actual leak in the house, which yeah. is what's like reassuring that we know exactly what it was from. It's from a bonehead move on our part, and it's just you know well it was just it was just a lack of foresight. So. Now I'm going to dive a little deeper into this bonehead move or, you know, maybe a bo- yeah, this is going to determine it for me. There's an exhaust pipe on generators. Yeah. It was facing like just the side. Like, it, was, it wasn't facing the house. It wasn't facing the house. But it was angled towards like where it could go kind of past the house. Okay. It just, it just, it, maybe the wind, the way the wind was last night, because it was kind of windy. A little bit, but not super gusty at that point. Maybe yeah. that side of the, maybe the wind just come from the other side and it wasn't hitting that. Yeah, I, it was. I think it was like a perfect storm of, hey, these windows have a gap, and that's why there wasn't much. And like I said, it was running for like six hours, so yeah, it was just a little bit just trickling in as we went. Did you did you have to notify your landlord? I didn't call him because I w- it's I mean, not a real leak. No, we know what it was, and even the fire department guy. I want to yeah. say fire marshal or fire chief. I don't know. The fire department man, the FD. The fireman. Oh, but even Michelle, like, and and Michelle's mom and Michelle's friend when she dropped Michelle off, we were like, "Oh, who's that fucking hot fireman?" Oh God! <laughs> There's something about a man in uniform for the ladies, you know. Now there you go. Yeah. At least you got something good out of it, right? No, no, <laughs> no. Actually, we did. We went to the Motel Six in Airdrie here. AC in a pool. Well, we yeah yeah AC in a pool. Fucking a. And Marshall, I didn't get to. Enjoy. I got to enjoy the AC for sleep, but I didn't get to bed until like one. Yeah, it was fucking late. Um, and you had an eleven o'clock checkout. Well, you got them. They extended it till I think eleven thirty, but we were allowed wow. to stay in the pool. Nice. So they were in the pool from like ten to one today. And That's Marshall, wicked. Marshall, Marshall, and his grandma got to swim. Michelle was just sitting on the side with uh, Amber, just fucking chilling. And I got pictures while I'm at work. Thanks, guys. Um, but. Yep. Yeah, that was the good part. Uh, either way, I just got a shout out to the Motel 6 in Airdrie. The one right behind Canadian Tire. Yeah? Fucking gorgeous. Nice. Like, the rooms are perfect. Like, like not, so, not shit. Not no, like but And it's also not just generic. Not just not generic. It's a well-planned out building. Or, sorry, room. Like, like most hotels, you have a dresser to yeah. put your shit in. No one fucking uses a dresser. No. Nope. They have shelves instead on the wall. So you can put, it's easier to just put some shit on there. 
This is my clothes for tomorrow. Here's my clothes for next day. Whatever. On the TV stand, the TV's built on uh, like wall-mounted TV, but underneath it, there's a little square that has the USB, the HDMI, the the coax, the PC input. Basically, all the inputs that are on the TV, it has them all right underneath, so you don't have to fucking move it off the wall or or you know try to dig around and plug it in. That's killer. The the fridge is built into the wall. So, so it, it's not eating floor space. So it's not exactly. It's just, and the rooms aren't huge, but it has like a couch slash table that can turn into a second bed, kind of like a trailer. Yeah. It's just very smart. I don't know. It's very, I don't know. Whoever designed that was just smart. Maybe that's what all Motel 6s are now. I don't know. What well, is it? Is the Motel 6 like a streamlined Motel 8? I don't know. I think they're competitors. Is Motel 8 a thing? My fucking. No, no, you're right. I think that's called the Super 8. Super 8 and Motel 6. And Motel 6. Okay. But Motel 6, I was shocked. But maybe it's just because this one's new. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the old ones are shittier. But Shout out to Airdrie Motel 6. Yeah. They're the sponsor of this episode. They don't know it yet. Da, da, da. And we had to pay for it. So fuck. <laughs> Next time, give me a free room, buddy. Not I'm going to go in there and say, hey, Daryl fucking said you guys are the shit. So can I get a discount? <laughs> They're totally going to go for it. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? So... Here's here's this next. I'm sorry. I know this is. It's all about Daryl right now. I apologize. It's okay. This is captivating. Today, it was it was. I was tired as it was. I had my first appointment. Did my thing. It was good. Second appointment. Did my thing. It was good. As I was leaving that appointment, I had a gallon of paint in the back. A brand new can. Never opened. Brand new can of. Uh, it's called Chem Bond. It's like a industrial bonding primer, oil based primer. Yeah. And uh, obviously, oil based. Maybe it was a bit hot in the car. Expands. I have my AC pumping. My yeah. Um, I've I wasn't I didn't even like stop short, nothing. It just happened to fall over. And it happens all the time with paint cans. And I work for a paint company. There's always paint cans that fall over in cars. Never an issue. Not today. Fucking fell on the seat behind me. I heard the paint can fall as I stopped at the stop sign. So I reached back behind my seat to just fucking just lift it up. And as I reached back, my hands dipped into paint. I went, no fucking way. All of a sudden, I just had the smell. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, I, so I pulled across the street. I, I went through the stop sign, pulled over the other side, looked in the back. And yeah, sure enough, the can is fully upside down. Have you ever? Completely empty. Have you ever seen uh, Final Destination? <laughs> yes. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I missed my shot last night. You mi- Carbon monoxide didn't get you, but <laughs> the, that fucking paint the, can. The oil paint will. No, but. Oh. Holy shit. The nice thing is I called my colleague and I'm, while I was cleaning it, I had him on the speakerphone and I like, I need you to look up the data sheet for this for me. And he looked it up and we went through the, like the cleaning and like the safety data sheet. Yep. The inhalation, the, the, the skin, SDS, the, the yeah. We went MSDS. Through, went through, yeah. We went to the, the skin because it was all over my, my, I still have it on my hand and I've been scrubbing my hand all day. Holy fuck. Gray, gray primer. It's on my arm. The whole car, like behind the driver's seat. The passenger seat or the the seat itself has just marks from when I was moving things. Yeah, but I had a drop cloth in the back. I had um, two garbage bags for some reason in the back of the of the car. I had a whole bunch of tissue paper that, like you know, when I make gifts for clients, I had a whole bunch of that Beautiful. in a box. So I was able to get quite a bit. I had some cardboard, so I was able to like scoop it into the can, and then I put it on the garbage bags. I got it pretty good, but. The whole floor is gray, like the oh, and the floor mat is gone. It's in the garbage because so it was. Did you call the boss and you were like, "Hey, man, I just wanted to let you know that I uh, took it upon myself to refinish your car on the inside." <laughs> I did. I called him and said the fucking paint can went all over the car. He's like, "Are you okay?" Like, yeah. And then he's like, "All right, just roll the windows down." I'm like, good, good thing it's a nice fucking day out. But it's when I got to the shop and I'm like, "Go smell it." They're like, "What was it?" I said, "It was Kembond and." We all know most paint now is acrylic. It's a water-based. So it's not too, too It like, smells like pungent. paint, but it's it's actually not noxious at all to your body. It might, if you, you might not like the smell of it. Yeah. But it actually has no effect on your nasal passages. This does. <laughs> it's an oil-based paint or a primer, and it was fucking all day. Just, it's in my car. The windows are cracked right now. I don't know what, and there's nothing we could do. Like, I got most of it out. Yeah. I don't know if I can put baking soda on it. Is that going to stop it? I don't know. I'm. I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm going to do with that car at this point. I've. I. It's my work car. Google at least it's it. A, it's a paint company. So yeah, I'll call the paint rep and be like, "What? What? 
let's say a, a client <laughs> <laughs> buys a pail this, of paint. I got this client. He might have had a close call last night. Uh, <laughs> and today, Final Destination's coming for me, yeah, man. He spilled some in his car. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, and then that was that was kind of the cap of the shit. And then it was better from there. And then we the afternoon, like we had a light afternoon at work. We went for beers and food and went to the rec room, played video games all afternoon. Nice. On the company dime. That was nice. But it was like that 12-hour stretch from fucking 9 o'clock last night till noon, essentially. Well, I still have to smell into my car, so it's still stinky. But yeah, it was just a pain in the ass. It's been, it's been a rough fucking day. Plus, it's super hot out. Got fucking chafing fucking all over. Um, fucking, my, what's that video? Somebody just showed it to me. It's kid in the back. You seen the kid in the car seat? I don't know. And he's like, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember what he says. But anyways, it's, it's like a four or five year old kid and he's talking about how his balls and his, and his ass are sweaty all over the place. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like a little kid? Yeah. Like a four or five year old. For me, Cause that sounds four hilarious. or five year old. He's like, he's like, he says he's hot or something. And he's like, yeah, my balls are sweaty. My ass is sweaty. It's funny. It is funny. It's like it's like your kid. I, I listened to last week's episode the other day, and hearing you be like, "Fucking Babar, fucking, fucking idiot, truck." Yeah, uh, that's so funny. Dude. I, I still I was laughing out loud in my car. I don't care. <laughs> to be honest, for all you people listening out there, whoever you are, we love you. Thank you. But this is for us. When I I like to re-listen to and laugh to all the jokes that we make. <laughs> it's I'm it's a little bit of vanity. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot, who, lot of vanity. It's it's who I am. I'll yeah. take it. No, it's 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 yeah, it's funny. He uh he's getting better. He, I think he's dropped it. He hasn't said it in, in a couple of days, so we'll see. Was it actually like a daily occurrence or like it would not a maybe not a daily occurrence, but like for like on and off for like a week. He was kind of just anytime he started anytime he saw sort of any sort of like um, attrition to anything. He's like, oh, fucking idiot. Fucking Babar. And I'm like, God damn it. I love that he says fucking Babar. Yeah. Somebody like, said something today even. I can't remember what it was, but I think it was my brother-in-law. He said something today and Sully just instantly instantly mimicked him. Like, repeated yeah, he's it. at that age. And oh, it's yeah. and they're, and when they're listening when you don't fucking think they're listening. You're in the kitchen. They're in the other room. You say something. Like, I'll say something to Michelle. Like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah, and Marshall from the other room. This is when he was Sully's age. What fucking guy, Dad? But not in a bad way, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, just oh, using shit. the same word, yeah. right? And he's just he just hears you from the other room, and well, for me, the the one that gets me every time is like I'm, you know, I've got a lot of driving experience under my belt, and so even little things in traffic really, really they get under your get skin. under my skin. Yeah. So like, like when people back cars into poles and stuff, it's just yeah, unreasonable. It just drives me nuts. That's an inside story, inside joke. We'll tell it later. Did we tell it yet? I think so. Probably. Yeah. Anyways, Daryl crashed my car. Um, no, we have uh, anytime. So uh, little things irritate me. Little things get under my skin. So if something like big happens, like if I get cut off in traffic, or if somebody's like not looking, like just the other day, the other day, I was uh, my wife had a meeting downtown, so. I went downtown with her, dropped her off, and then I went for lunch. I went to Spalumbo's in Inglewood, and there's like a oh, little parking lot. Fucking Spalumbo's, right? great. So Love Spalumbo's. Remember but that time you met? Sorry, side joke. That was really close to the pool you backed into. You met? Yeah. Well, yeah. it was, but I was gonna say, remember that time we met there the day before your wedding? Yeah. And we, you met me. I flew in and got the cab to Spalumbo's, and then you guys met me down there, and we fuck yeah, got the hot shave and stuff. Anyway, um, good times. I was drunk already. I got to Spalumbo's, <laughs> and I'm like. I'll get three beers, please. <laughs> Dude, go. that's the only way I can fly yeah. is drinking. But so anyway, you were in, you so had Spalumbo's. Spalumbo's parking lot. And I, as I pull into the parking lot, this guy in a BMW convertible is, I'm going to pull into the stall right beside his car. And he just starts backing up. Doesn't look, doesn't use mirrors, doesn't shoulder check, nothing. Just starts backing up and, that. and turning. So I had to stop. Into you. Like, so he was backing up and turning and I was pulling straight into the stall right yeah. beside him. So he was going to hit me with the nose of his car. Yeah. So I stop and I honk the horn and he slams on his brakes and like throws his hands up in the air. Like he's pissed off and he like looks over his shoulder and I'm like <clears throat> sitting there like, okay, cool. Thanks for not hitting me. And then I shoulder check just out of like, he's backing up. I shoulder check for him. I'm waiting for him to back up. I shoulder check for him. There's another van backing up from the other side of the parking lot. He's ag he's again not fucking looking at all behind him. Like he must have just been looking straight fucking forward because he's backing up and this van 
had was luckily they were backing up to straighten out and then they so essentially he's backing up slowly they are backing up and they come within like maybe a foot of each other and then the van suddenly starts moving and they start moving like perfectly in line with each other he's backing towards the van the van's pulling straight into a parking stall and i like honk again and i'm looking at him and he's like waving his hands at me like i'm a fucking idiot and i'm like oh my I there's there's really no like you can't fix stupid like if you're that age that guy had to have been like 600 you can't if, if you can't figure out how to He's drive at that Noah. point, you're fucking yeah, you're toast, bud. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. This like that shit instantly. Like if somebody cuts me off in traffic, if I see that stuff and my kids in the back, I completely forget he's there. And I'm like, this fucking guy, or this fucking clown, or this fucking idiot. <laughs> and that's where so, Sully like, gets. It. And that's where Sully Fuck gets it. it from. I I I do it too to a certain extent. Like when people cut me off, I I get fucking angry. But because I drive a fucking billboard, I cannot react. And it's like bright yellow, bright yellow, bro. Like, I know, and I know the feeling because I drive company vehicles too. Yeah, and everybody, you, and you can't react, can't do shit. You have to just, oh, sorry, you fucked up, but I'm gonna wave at you like it's my fault. Yeah, I've learned oh, to just oh, like oh, you cut me off. Oh, you didn't let me in. You were squeezing me. That <laughs> happened to me today. You're squeezing me into the shoulder. I'm sitting there with fucking paint in the back, just smelling up my car. I'm trying to merge onto Deerfoot, and I'm giving it gas. Yeah, to to either go before, in front, or behind this guy, and it's his job to let me in. Nope. I'm just saying when there's when it's a full line of traffic and there's a merge lane, it is. It's a zipper. It's a shared responsibility by by definition. A hundred. But I know what you're saying. I was ready to either go in front or behind of him. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter to me. But he was sitting right at the backside. He was not moving. Yeah. There's those fucking assholes, and, that, and, and they'll then, actually speed and, up. And then the person in the passenger seat looked at me like, but obviously the driver, and he's sitting there, and the driver's just oblivious, has no clue, and I'm just sitting yeah. there going. Yeah, yeah, I get it. No problem. In reality, I want to give him the finger and tell him to fuck himself. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like, well, the passenger was a nice guy, I seem, but I get like over exaggerative. Like I, I I exaggerate my reaction. So if I Do have... you look like an Italian man? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm telling a maybe. story with my hands. It's a, it's a spicy meatballer. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> um no, but if I if I have that same kind of scenario where I have to like squeeze myself in if somebody's trying not to let me in and I just I just nose in, like I don't give a fuck. Like if you're not going to let me in, I'll make my I'll make room myself. Um and then once I do that, then I like stick my whole fucking torso out my window and I go and I like wave and I wave like fucking Tom Hanks in um in uh, Forrest Gump. Gump. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like shaking their head like, who is this fucking animal? Oh, well, you yeah. are an animal. Fucking idiot. <sighs> fucking got him. I just, you know, honestly, man, like probably like I'd say like 67% of the stress in my life comes from driving at work because I can't do shit and I'm constantly dealing with the worst drivers I feel like that are and in And a my lot country. of time you're in a bigger rig. Yeah, large vehicles, moving yeah. large, slow-moving vehicles, and and you know what? Like I have, luckily, I have the ability to just if some, like I said, if somebody's not gonna let me in, I fucking, I, well, I make my room. I, I I've seen that. Like when so when and it's I, not my vehicle, so if yeah. you hit me, it is give what a it fuck. Is, yeah, I, I I've seen that. Like when I was in the Lower Mainland doing a bunch of work, like I was in New West for like three weeks, a couple years ago. My old job when I lived back in the Okanagan, the old Kelowna's, in the Lower Mainland. Watching some of those semis, like, like there's a lot of space the further east you go, Abbotsford, Chilliwack, especially like Surrey, especially in the farmland areas, a lot of space, mm-hmm. a lot of wide open roads, whatever. When you get into like New Westminster and Burnaby and like the the Vancouver side, you cross the river and you're in that side, it's packed. Like smaller streets, zero shoulder. If there's cars parked there, only one car can go. Like cars parked on both sides. Like some of the residential areas in Calgary. They're, and they yeah. have those in Calgary. Yeah. But and these are all over the place. And it's, you know, four times the geographical size of Calgary in that entire space. I just see and the and the population's also bigger. So there's the amount of traffic is nuts. Dense. Density. There you go. And I feel like watching some of these truck drivers who probably aren't that great at it in the first place navigate through these spaces because there's one retail store they got to drop something off it's, it's nerve-wracking yep and i can I, I i feel for that like i i feel in calgary there are some shitty streets but, but there's also fewer and further between yeah and there's a lot of two lanes two lane roads and you can probably get to most maybe not the residential areas but you can get to most areas of the city without it yeah so 
I don't know. I feel bad for some of those guys. And then you think of places like truck drivers in, like, I don't know. I've never been to New York, but I'm assuming New York is a fucking chaos to yeah. drive around from what I've seen in the movies. I've never been there. Well, some people don't even own cars because they just take cabs. They don't want to, they can't, they don't drive. If they live like downtown New York, you're like, fuck that. Yeah, but there's still semis that have to move shit around. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm talking just, about. Uh, just watch Sean Avery's uh, YouTube uh, highlights of uh, bike lanes in New York City. I didn't, I haven't seen that. Bro, it's hilarious. He, he so he he used to live in New York. He doesn't live there anymore. I think he moved yeah. to L.A. or the L.A. area. He, uh, Sean Avery, former NHLer. He's um, host of No Graphs Given, which I've been no listening Gruffs. to lately, and it's fucking good. It is great. Um, he used to live in New York. He would ride a bike uh, because driving in New York sucks. Uh, so he'd ride a bike, and they have designated bike lanes, just much like Calgary does. Um, and although he, I'll say they probably have significant higher cyclist population who are like oh yeah for sure the typical cyclist yeah yeah so anyways he um he was a he was a fighter do you hear the is that my dog barking i think it's my dog i think it's your dog yeah um so he had a he used to be a fighter or a a instigator in the nhl right he was a a lot of people didn't he was a pest yeah so anyways he's he's very quick to be confrontational with folks in in or used to be in new york city so anytime he'd run into a vehicle like a big truck that has to do a delivery and he's parked instead of parking on the right hand side of the road and have to cross the, lo- the road with his with his load he would park on the bike line lane to make his trip shorter with his load to unload his shit and sean avery would just like ride up behind him and just be like hey fucking idiot <laughs> it was like <laughs> dude it's actually so funny just look up like sean avery new york bike lane highlights it's that, fucking fantastic that does sound good i will definitely check that out well this was fun this was yeah it's just the two of us again buddy just the two of us you should become a professional singer. If that's what it's just, if there's one thing I've learned over the last week, it's that you <laughs> sing Disney music beautifully. Thanks, man. Yeah, and and you sing. Is that so? Uh, obviously, there's an original. I'm assuming for the just the two of us. But to me, I think of Will Smith because he had that song. Just I don't. The two of us. What do you think of? <laughs> I think of. I don't know even know what it is, but I think of the original. Oh, or sorry. I guess I thought of Will Smith. Make it if you try. But but then you can also think of Mike Myers and uh, Doctor Evil. I think yeah. it's in Austin Powers Two. Yeah. I don't know if you know which one that is because uh, you weren't sure about number one. The spy who two. shagged me. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Just uh, thanks, just, bro. Just just, just poking. Just the like I said at that at that point, I know those fucking movies. All right. Yeah, you know them. I know them. There's Gold Member, and that's like the sixth one. <laughs> 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 no, uh, no, but hey, you know, we'll give it to you. It's yeah. the sixth one. Do my best. So, anyway, that was fun. Thanks, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, and a- as always, we'll catch you next week because we do this every week. So we do. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. What's a do? You, I'll, I'll do a code word today. Co. I was gonna say carbon <laughs> monoxide. <laughs> all right. See y'all later, bro. I said y'all. I just gotta stop myself. Y'all. Right. No one's a y'all. See you all, Berta. I'm not from America. Deuces. Yeah.